welcome to Culture Gumbo. Uh, my name is Will Just with uh, my impeccable, beautiful, lovely co-host here, uh, Shakira, who used to run the polls for George W. Bush. Let's not forget that. And she hates Beyonce. Um, we have a beautiful show. <laughs> we have an amazing show for you today. Uh, got a lot okay. of great things to talk about. Uh, let's start off with a heat check as, as usual. Shakira, how are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna ask that question but right now no um <laughs> i am it's the it is november and that's all i'm gonna say i don't have a lot to say today um i i'm feeling like changes <laughs> on the horizon <laughs> oh this is I'm gonna feeling be a great like show. changes on the horizon and um yeah, and this week, um, I've learned that I have to make some decisions before the end of this year, and they're not going to be easy. Nothing in life is easy, right? Nothing in life is easy, but, you know, I don't know why we choose, like, you know, that end of the year moment where you start to, like, reflect, like, what did I do this year? Did I accomplish anything this year? Um what do you know like did anything on my vision board happen um you just start to it's that end of the year I can smell the cinnamon and the you know sweet potato pie which I've been craving for like two weeks now and I cannot find a good sweet potato pie to buy you're going Um, to a patty pie is it good is it really that good it's sweet as hell but it's good oh no I don't I, I don't want diabetes I, um, I'm just looking for like one of them little mini pies, you know, like a little something <clears throat> to just savor my, you know, savor or whatever the case may be. I mean, but, go try the pie. Go try the pie. It's, a, it's an experience, you know what I'm saying? And you got to represent for Patty LaBelle. But I would say go try the pie. But I would I would put it, let me tell you, these motherfuckers, <laughs> they be buying the pie and they eat the pie fresh out the box. Put them Oh, no, it got to go in the oven. I don't like I don't like cold pie anyway. I don't like cold sweet potato pie. Yeah, go go copy you gotta your warm mine up. So maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll go go to Wal. I think they sell them at Walmart. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there Wal every Walmart you can think. It's like It's like the Carter. In then, New Jack City. I think you know what? When we're done with the show, I'm gonna go get me some wings and some patty pie. And, and some eggnog. Uh, eggnog be popping. And some egg holler. That's what's gonna happen. So I'm in that season. Um my family's come to visit this month. Okay. That's going to be an interesting Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to find a restaurant to book us at. And it's just been a little difficult because people be making it. They, every, it's like sometimes you don't want turkey for Thanksgiving. So um, I expect the restaurants to sell different stuff. And then on Thanksgiving, they all want to sell turkey and cranberry sauce instead of actually yeah. selling some stuff from their menu. So why we'll not do why not do catering at the crib? Like instead I of could. everybody going out and doing that, it because then you would have you would have leftovers for the next few days. Y'all be in the in the comforts of your own home. You ain't got to be out there in the hustle and bustle. Right, you but they're all standing in hotels. My apartment's not that big for everybody to be here. But still, I mean, if they're all gonna be, I'm sure you would want everybody to come to the crib and chill and kick it. You know what I'm saying? Or oh no, okay. Really? I'm sorry. I could we could go to the hotel though. They could come to my house. I just, you know, it's like it's limited with space, uh, uh, you know, for now. But we'll see. We'll see. Although I do have to figure it out this week, though. So that's on my task list. But other than that, how are you feeling? How are you feeling? What have you learned this week? It seems like we got a lot of little lessons this week. How are you feeling, Will? I'm copacetic. I learned that people are super emotional and that they be in their feelings and that sometimes the person with toxic traits is me (laughs) there's something that i'm supposed to retire and i'm not i'm not sure if i'm gonna retire it yet but i'm considering it i'm strongly considering it i think you should consider Uh, it mind your business (laughs) Um, i'm not gonna say it out loud because i know if i say it out loud my friends and family that are watching are literally gonna hold my feet to the fire because they all hate it too um but I'm 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 at a place where I am thinking about the opportunity to be better. Like 
I know I constantly talk about being better, but I'm truly in a place right now where I'm like transitioning a lot of my thoughts to like, yo, like, you know, embrace where you are right now instead of fighting the fact that like you need to make changes um, <clears throat> at this point in your life to grow even more to where you want to be. Um, so I'm thinking about love a lot. Um, I'm thinking about uh, the fact that my words have a bigger effect than I ever truly know. Um, I do understand that to some people, I have a gift that <laughs> sometimes I, I never use it for evil, but sometimes it comes off. Um, it comes off as evil because of what I do. So, so just putting it out there, the the one thing I struggle with is the whole thing about me being charismatic. I hate the word be. I hate the word charismatic. I hate the thought that I'm charismatic. <clears throat> Number one, because it it makes me come off as if I'm a hoe and I'm not a hoe. Like, you know what I'm saying? It makes me come off as if you know I'm constantly fighting women with women. I'm not fighting women all the time. Yeah, I like to be around women. I think women are amazing. I love black women in general. You know what I'm saying? Wakanda forever. Um, but I do understand that sometimes the shit that I say comes off as smooth is like cream cheese or like, you know, Big Daddy Kane on the 80s beat. So I'm I'm making these changes because I'm trying to get married out here and I'm trying to be the little spoon. You know what I'm saying? My my therapist told me I need to cut a lot of this bullshit out <laughs> and leave it where it is. So that's what we're going to be practicing. That's what we're yeah, I, yeah. Um, I don't I don't call. This upcoming holiday, Thanksgiving. I'm not celebrating that bullshit. It's literally food day. Um, I'm looking forward to having mama's cooking, um, chilling with my family, getting some good sleep in, watch some football, and relaxing. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of where I am. Um, you know, not doing these podcasts. I love it. Uh 2023 is really going to be going full throttle. We're actually getting ready to uh, move the way that we do culture gumbo um, to a new uh, streaming source. So it'll start to get people, start to get people, get to people faster. And most likely it's going to start to go live. Um, So I'm just kind of like slowly preparing for the end of the year. I want to get to a point to where, like you said, like, you know, we always do this analytical thing at the end of the year and I'm working on my vision board. I want to get to a point to where we don't wait until a certain specific time to be like let's reflect on this like let's reflect on these things when we need to do it so that's that's where i am yeah i'm more right now it has to be like a weekly reflect reflection yeah um because the weeks are passing me by yeah and i'm not so yeah all right, let's get into the show of our culture news. I'll let you. Yeah, let's this. jump into it. So starting off, man, of course, we got some bad news, some fuck news. Uh, federal judge appointed by uh, stupid ass Trump um, has actually uh, was actually actually granted a request to put Biden's student loan forgiveness program uh, on hold. This was actually recently uh, decided. Um, so basically right now is, uh, the program is actually on hold and this is after more than 26 million people have already registered, um, for this. So the now borrowers yeah, are actually going to have their to application and everything. Oh yeah. I did mine immediately. And it took literally two to three minutes. And then after I did mine and I was sending out the link to people, they were coming back and telling me, and this is like five minutes after I've done it. They were telling me that the link was no longer available because I know they were doing beta testing for it also. And then the people who did it during the beta testing, we don't have to resubmit. So we're just waiting. <clears throat> so now they're stating that borrowers is going to have to wait for the government's appeal uh, to the Fifth Circuit Court to play out. So it can be kind of tough, but you do have the opportunity to, uh, you know, if you're a borrower, you have the opportunity to subscribe for updates from the Department of Education. Um, and you can mm-hmm. check the Federal Student Aid website uh, for further information. Now, they're saying that it could take months for the court to issue a ruling. Now, if it does overturn, then the Biden administration has stated that they're going to begin canceling student uh, student debt immediately. As a matter of fact, right before this happened, Biden was saying the checks were going to be going out. Of they course, did. They did. Some people did, though, I thought. some. I, well, I don't know if some people have gotten it already, 
Um, but what happened is, is that right when this started happening, Biden said the checks were going out. Of course, some of these dumbass people were just like, oh, he's sending the checks to us? No, stupid. No, I he's know. Sending the checks. Smart. He, he's are. sending the checks to the, uh, to, to the companies who actually hold uh, your loans. So what actually is going to happen now here is that we're actually waiting to see what's going to happen. Um, this is all coming on the, on the stack on the stacks of the fact that uh, student loans actually preparing to restart in January. Um, so definitely kind of be on top of your student loans and know exactly where you stand, making sure, you know, if you have that forbearance, if you have um, deferment time, you can still use that if available, but you want to make sure that you get prepared before those payments start to be uh, put back out there um, in, in January. Yep. Good point. I don't, I don't even need to add to that. Um, that's it. Watch your money because right now my only thing that upset me, and I'll just say this is, um, <laughs> we give out so much, so many people got, um, you know, the, uh, PPP loans and all of that stuff. Why would you not want to, I mean, there's so many countries that don't even allow their, like, you know, people of their country to pay for school because they feel mm -hmm. like education is necessary. Mm -hmm. And, and it, in America, it is because certain jobs you can't get if you don't have it, but yet you got to be in all this debt in order to get it. And I just, I think that's not right. So I'm hoping that changes because I'm tired of uh, that 20,000 is just knocking just a small layer a really, really small layer of my total student loans is not even doing anything. I'm still probably never going to pay them. So, but it is what it is. So we'll see. Hopefully that, that does get um, overturned. Definitely, definitely. Um, and I didn't really want to talk about this, but this is important because, you know, like <laughs> we're really out here fighting for democracy. So Raphael Warnock and uh, Herschel Walker, Walker are literally going to be going into a, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I don't, it shouldn't even be, but it is what it is. They're going to be engaged. They're right now engaged in tight race in Georgia Senate, and it's going to be a runoff. Uh, this is not something I don't think any of us saw but unfortunately one thing you have to consider is republicans will do any damn thing to make sure that their person goes in and this is the same Herschel walker uh who was out here um flashing a fake badge this is the same Herschel walker who uh is completely against abortion and yet uh on a constant basis was forcing women he was dealing with to have abortions um who's been in the news on a consistent basis um, so this is the issue that we currently have um, and that we're dealing with. So uh, Raphael Warnock, actually, as of Wednesday morning, he ended up having a slight lead with 49.2 percent of the vote compared to Herschel Walker's 48.7. So since neither candidate actually reached that majority of the overall vote, um, they're going to have to have a runoff and this runoff is going to be set for uh, December 6th. Now, the results of this runoff is, is there's a lot of uh, major importance to it. This actually can help determine whether Democrats are going to retain their hold of the 50-50 Senate, um, especially with, um, actually, I believe the two other Senate races have actually been called. So if I'm not mistaken, Democrats still may hold the Senate regardless of what happens, right. but you still That's want to, um, yeah, but you still want to make sure that Democrats have full control over both the House and the Senate. And a lot of this is actually on the line um, as this happens. So you have to remember, you know, just recently as 22 months ago, uh, Georgia turned blue the first time in, in years. years. So right. we, we have to be able to get this done. People have to go out and vote. Um, you, we can't take this for granted. The and one I, thing I don't know if you actually saw, and I feel like, you know, of course, unfortunately, Stacey Abrams uh, loss. Um, but here's the funny thing about this that I need to, that I need to stress, right? Brian Kemp won Georgia 53.4% to Stacey Abrams 45.8%. Mm -hmm. So let me give you a rundown of the Georgia governor's 
exit poll. Mm -hmm. 47, actually, I'm sorry. 40% of males voted for Stacey Abrams. 58 voted for Kemp. 51% voted for Stacey Abrams. 48 for Kemp. Now here's where the thing is going to piss you off and where black women, black people, actually black men and women um, were not at fault. White people, 25% voted for Stacey Abrams compared to 74% to Kim. Mm -hmm. Black people, 90% voted for Abrams in comparison to 9% for Kim. Latinos, 55 to 43 for Stacey Abrams. Asians, 54 to 46. She didn't win over white people, which they still are the majority here's but here's where it gets crazy now mind you we're dealing with women's women's right to control their bodies right white women voted 27 percent for stacy abrams 72 percent for brian kent white men this is still the georgia belt still okay but these are but these are women these are women who literally their rights are being put There's on still the line. a lot of women that don't agree that that um that that don't agree with abortion. The one the one thing that I, I want to make sure stands out because black men do get a lot of flack. 84% of black men voted for Stacey Abrams while 14% voted for Brian Kemp. Fuck that 14%. 93% of black women voted for uh Stacey Abrams while six percent voted uh for Kemp now for Latinos it was a little bit it was a little bit closer it was 55 percent to 44 for Stacey Abrams um for both uh Latino men and Latino women so that should be noted now the uh the younger people uh people who literally were our age and younger majority voted for Stacey Abrams in comparison to Kemp right. she had but a the issue young turnout but the issue is these old white people and just white people in general are not voting in ways where it should benefit them uh, the most. So this is where we have the issue. This is where this issue also comes up in the Senate run for uh, Warnock and uh, Herschel Walker. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Georgia, and I know a lot of my friends watch this show who are in Georgia, you need to make sure that you're that you're voting. You need to make sure that the people who didn't vote the last time are voting because this is a major issue. Like we go through this every year where we know that voting is imperative we know the importance of voting and yet we don't now here's a prime example of people voting against their own needs texas i'm gonna read this off to you a state record of 9.6 million registered voters in texas did not vote breaking the previous mark of 9.3 million set in 2014 combined with the estimated 1.4 million texans who are eligible to vote but aren't registered, almost 11 million Texans who could have voted did not. Now, if you're familiar and you remember, we had the horrific shooting that happened in Texas that Governor Abbott was over. Governor Abbott still beat Beto O'Rourke in spite of that because people are not going out and voting or because people are still voting against their actual needs. Like we have to wake up. We have to be smarter about this. We have to understand that the change that we keep asking for is not going to come unless we make the change. A lot of people still feel like they don't need to vote. Just like even the corporate job that I work for, they allotted and gave people time half a day to, to go and vote. Um, I think a lot of people didn't, they just took the time off. Um, and even someone I worked with was like, oh no, I didn't go vote. She was like, and she's not black. Um, and she was like, I didn't go vote. She was like, I just feel like, what's the point? Like, it's already, it's already determined. Like whoever, you know, has the most money, that's who's going to win anyway. So it's like my vote really doesn't count. And unfortunately that's not the case because in Florida, Val Demings and Charlie Chris both had, and she's great, in, uh, she, she's uh, in both the had a great number, right? But here's the thing about it: Charlie Crisp. I hate to say this, 
even though I voted for him because I didn't want to vote for DeSantis, Charlie Chris was a Republican governor for the state of Florida. You are still the problem, sir. Like, in spite of what he decided to run on, which many people call bullshit on, we have to have people in in these positions actually running who are actually benefiting for this position. There was no way that Charlie Chris was going to win, number one, because, and this is the this is the information I got from friends who've been here for a while, and uh, my Spanish friends who say a lot of Cubans still vote Republican because they don't feel as though they fall into what their needs truly are, which is a little concerning because a lot of the um, a lot of the votes for DeSantis always comes from Miami. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things where money does not money has an impact. Money is not the lasting effect. In the last governor's race for Ron DeSantis, he won, I think, by maybe 0.3 or 0.5 percent. Yeah, and so um, that's why people need to realize that your your one vote or your two or three votes from your household can make a difference. So, guys, 2024 is around the corner. Um, I get it together, bro. Like, let's let's get on this. All right, I'm ready to move on now. Yeah, let's go. Because these people in voting is not going to happen. So a wonderful film came out. I can't wait to see the numbers um, officially for the mm-hmm. weekend. Um, Wakanda Forever has was released on um, actually originally what on the tenth. It came out that the Thursday public, night. The public can go see it. Yeah. Um, and um, I I had the opportunity to see it. You've seen it. Um, we're not here for spoiler alerts at all, um, but the film was a <sighs> to chat with Bozeman um, and um, and Black women as a whole. If you're a Black woman and you went to see that film, there's no way that you didn't leave there inspired, empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, Angela Bassett, and I've seen this all over social media. I've seen Black, White say, she deserves an Oscar yes. for this performance. I've seen so many people say Angela Bassett killed it in this movie. Um, um, Nakia killed it in this. They all killed it in this movie, Amazing. honestly. There's no character that didn't, like they all were excellent in this, in this film. Um, and I love that just, I mean, around the world, you've seen, I have, I seen my cousins, their whole, her and her whole family went, they had made, um, they wore all white sweatshirts with the Wakanda logo, had it made. I've seen so many great images of um, people that have, um, you know, that have gone and seen it and just the coordination and just, and some people always say like, when they make a a movie and they do the second part the second part is not always as good as the first one mm-hmm. but in this case guys that's not the issue at all like the second one is just as good as the first mm-hmm. one but sadder because we lost the black panther um and and unfortunately um the tribute to him in this movie was phenomenal Mendes. and every time they show his face I just got chills and um, just phenomenal. Um, This is probably going to be the biggest turnout. um, And they might, this might be the highest box office um, since, since pre COVID of a movie and maybe even of all time, because every movie theater in the country was playing this movie like every half an hour. All yeah, we when when we went to go see it Thursday night, we had like a six forty five showing. Um, they were playing, they were playing the movie every every half hour on a different screen, beginning at four o'clock. Like our theater started showing it a little bit earlier than everybody else, and it was completely packed. Yeah. Um, now I know uh, uh, it is. Um, it has recently, as of four hours ago, um, this is on a Saturday that we're actually filming this, a $185 million opening weekend at the box office. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's tremendous. The movie is great. Without giving any spoilers, like Shakira said, Angela Bassett 
Man, she ate. I mean, yes. every scene that Angela Bassett was in, this is this is like they need to give her this Oscar because it's like, yo, you didn't give her give it to her for the first time, right? Right, and you ain't give it came, to her for so I do it. You ain't give it to her for um, wait until excel, which I felt like they, she didn't get one for wait to excel, did she? Nah, she didn't get one for no, wait but that was a before like. You cannot deny the actress she is, the versatility she has, um, the beauty that she has. The woman is 64 and she looks like she's still in Angela Bassett. Fine. 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 I, 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 you know, I love I love men, but Angela Bassett <laughs> is fine. <laughs> um, so so it's it's uh what's important to know is uh, they posted the uh, Wakanda Forever posted the tenth highest opening day ever at eighty four million. Um, now the opening weekend range is between one hundred and seventy five and one hundred eighty five million. Now, now this is now as of Saturday. This decimates the November opening record previously held by two thousand thirteen's Hunger Games: Catching Fire at one hundred and fifty eight million. Now there wow. are some who believe that the film could soar at the end of the weekend past 100 million, $190 million. Oh, it is. Now, what makes it hard to predict, of course, is Veterans Day falling on a Friday, so you don't know exactly how, how much money may have been missed or no, um, uh, by the that. Theater, the theater was packed. When I went, and I went at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and the theater was sold, was packed, was sold out yeah. pretty much. Um and they were playing it until one o'clock. Now I've never went to. I've seen. I've seen a midnight movie. I've never seen a movie at one or two in the morning. And I yeah, was they, talking they, to they, some family in Charlotte, and they were saying that they were playing the movie till the the last movie started at two a.m. Yeah, that, that's how it was here here in Orlando. And the, and the thing about the film is, without giving any man, I want to. No, you can't even go into it. We got to kind of wait at least There's things I want to talk weeks about before yeah. we talk about this movie. We have to come back and talk about this ne- we next have week. To come back and talk about next this. week. Y'all getting spoilers, dog. You know what I'm saying? I don't care nothing about it because we're going to fully review the movie next week. Yes. What I will say is make sure, as usual, that you stay for the credits. Stay Number two for the credits. Number two, I ain't even going to hold you. Y'all know my my big ass is unemotional. A, a thug tear was shed. There yes. were grown men in this theater sniffling. The man next to me just sat there like, yeah, that's that was me. I I showed no emotion, but the tear dropped. The tear dropped. The tear dropped for him too. I turned uh, back. I was like, oh, he's in the in his feelings. Yeah, that damn Rihanna song. She needs yes. to cut that shit out, bro, because. That shit live, and they was in the theater singing it, and motherfuckers in there sniffling. Everybody came dressed in white, which I love to see. It was black, brown, uh, white folks in there. Um, Namor is a standout character. I'm so happy yes. uh, for, for, for my brown people uh, yes. to have that representation for him. He's actually going to be getting his own standalone film also um, eventually. Um, it was very heavy on uh the fight scenes um it's an awesome the action story. is ridiculous y'all like from the time you won't even realize how long you're in the theater because there because it's just it's yeah. like that it's like that it's like, literally... and actually i'm about to find a movie theater because i seen an ad to see it in 3d so i, I saw it in 3d find... oh i gotta go see it in 3d again seeing it so. in 3d is and i saw it in 3D i gotta go see it in 3d i <laughs> like... realize it but would you see in the trailers in 3d it don't even y'all so if y'all have a theater and it's in 3d because i didn't know that they had it in 3d but i the yeah. movie theater I went to didn't wasn't showing it in 3D. So I got to find a movie theater around me that's showing it in 3D. And I'm going back to the movies to see it again in yeah. 3D because that's going to that's going to be a game changer. It was already it's, already nice. So anyway, it's already yes. got a really it's already got a really high score um as far as ratings for the film. Um Go see it. people hating on it. I will say not only is this a tribute to Chadwick Boseman but like Shakira said, this is a tribute to black women because yes. the way these black these black women was holding this film down the same way the black women come to the polls and hold it down when we need them to do it for 
uh, for voting season. And I loved it. I, I feel I feel like it was a, an amazing love song. It was heartbroken. It was heartbreaking to see, of course, Chadwick wasn't there. You can never replace Chadwick um, for who he was, not only as a star, but for what he meant. Because if, you know, if you go back and you look at, at, uh, at articles and um, interviews, they tell you he didn't audition. This was right. his this was his right. franchise. This was his baby. So when they decided not to recast, it was more or less because of um what he meant to the film in the they franchise. They couldn't take nothing away from Yeah. Him. So like people gotta accept that. Like it's it's a fucking it's a fucking movie. But I will I will tell you, there's gonna be a surprise in the movie that's gonna do your heart some good. And you're gonna All right. click it, but you're gonna well, before you give out. I'm not, I'm not gonna give it out. I'm not gonna give it out, but I want people to see the movie and be Go prepared the movie. because there was a certain part of the movie. I'm not gonna lie to you, where these motherfuckers stood up like it was the Apollo Theater and started clapping and wooing, and I was like, wow. There were white Shakira, and I know you know what part I'm talking about. Uh-huh. There were white people in this theater standing up screaming Wakanda forever when this particular part of the movie happened and they were losing it. So that's yep. all I'm about it. Yep. I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to go see it again. It was a great movie. I'm going to go see it again too in 3D. Yep. Um, great, 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 great. All right. Up next. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. Cause you're the sports person. Let's go. Um, but um, I do, I do think this is all messed up. So this is all messed up. If you have been under a rock, um, Kyrie Irving, uh, the Brooklyn Nets star, um, has actually <clears throat> been serving a five-game suspension um, for sharing a film for sharing a link to a film that said that be containing anti-Semitic material. Um, before he can actually return to play the game, uh, he was given a list required by Joe Sy, the owner of the team, um, to complete before that he can return. <clears throat> now mm-hmm. this list laid out a six-step plan that he had to take in order to play again. Now I'm going to give you um, the breakdown of um, the breakdown of what it was. I really don't think I want to. I don't think you, you can, need to. You can, yeah, but you can, you y'all can should be able to see this, but I will say he got to pay money. <laughs> um, and he's suspended for at least five games. Um, mm-hmm. Is he being punished harshly? Yes. A, I watched him in an interview the other day and he's, you know, he was like, how many more times can I apologize at this point, right? But uh, only that, he shared something. It wasn't like, oh, this is all the views that I, you know, sometimes we just share stuff on social media not thinking someone's going to take it. And unfortunately, you know, and what he said was, I'm 30 years old. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. Forgive me. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Let's play ball. So I do think that this punishment is a little too harsh. And the reality is it wasn't like he went live and started saying some stuff so, personally. So I'm going to say this and I'm, I'm going to give you all the, this six things because I know you, most it's people, really I know most people ain't, ain't going to. Is that you or me? You. <laughs> um, I know most people are not going to go and actually um, look for the list. But the thing of the matter is, the one thing I will say about the about the situation is, while I don't blame Kyrie for um, for standing tall and what he feel, I do feel like he could have nipped it in the bud by just being like, no, I'm not anti-Semitic. Like, and you know that's it. The way that it came off to a lot of people was just like, oh, okay, well, he doesn't care. And that's really not the case because, you know, if you look at Kyrie's Irving's history, Kyrie gives back. Like, Kyrie is that dude when it comes to that. The issue that a lot of people have, I know, was the fact that he just didn't denounce it. You know what I'm saying? Right. One of these things was like, yo, you shared link. Now, he ended up um, denouncing and apologizing after the fact. But the fact of the matter is, is that him sharing the film, there's a bigger issue because, number one, this is an Amazon film. So why are we not discussing this with Amazon? Why are we right, not boycotting right, Amazon to right. not show this film? Number two, the owner, Joe Sy, in my opinion, is one of the worst owners in sports. When this guy talks, he literally talks through the media on a consistent basis. He's talking through Twitter. 
Twitter is not the place where you should be dealing with this stuff with your stars. So let me give you these uh, these uh, items that he must that he has to do before he returns. First, he has to apologize and condemn the movie. He has to do a five hundred thousand dollar donation to an anti hate cause. He has to go through and he has to go through uh, sensitivity training, anti Semitic training. He has to meet with the ADL Jewish leaders, and he had to meet That's he had to meet with Joe side to demonstrate an understanding that what he did was wrong. Now, here's the here's the issue that I have with that. This is a grown ass man. This is a grown ass black man. You're literally trying to make an example out of him for the wrong reasons in the wrong way. He apologized for it. He stood tall for it. Okay, you want to suspend him for five games? That's fine. But the fact that you're the owner of the Alibaba group and they're not completely clean either. And the fact that instead of focusing on Kyrie, who only shared a link, which we've all like, we've all been guilty of sharing a link sometimes and not being fully understanding. Granted, it does not, it does not remove you from blame because yes, we do have to fully understand what we're sharing, but sometimes we don't feel like that's, that's the case. And in this case, he stood tall. He felt like that was not the case, but the fact of the matter is all this energy has been given to Kyrie Irving instead of being given to Amazon who's housing the film who's literally banking more money because this is getting so much traction, everybody so watching much it. focus and everybody's watching it. But yet we're like literally dumping on Kyrie. And that's the issue. Now, one of the things is, one of the things that I actually like was NBA players actually coming out and they're actually speaking on his behalf. Also media personalities. Some of these people literally include um uh, LA Lakers saw LeBron James. LeBron said, Hey, I told you guys that I don't believe in sharing hurtful information and I'll continue to be that way. But Kyrie apologized and he should be able to play. That's what I think. It's that simple. Help him learn, but he should be playing. What right, he's I agree with that. To get back on the floor, I think is excessive. He's not the person that's being portrayed of him. And uh, uh, I believe a lot of what Kyrie did actually caused harm to, to people, but that's not what Kyrie is. It was a mistake. Kyrie needs to be back out on the floor. Now, the NBA Players uh, Association is actually going to be uh, talking about this, and they're going to be looking to um, challenge the rules that are actually being stated. As of this Saturday, Kyrie still Kyrie is still not playing, um, and there's literally not even really a timetable. Now, one thing to keep in mind is Kyrie was just suspended for this, yet the Nets are also looking to bring in Ime Udoka, which if you're not familiar with who Ime Udoka is, Ime Udoka is the Boston Celtics coach who was just suspended indefinitely by the Celtics for an improper relationship hmm. with someone on his team. Hmm. So where is the morality coming from? Because you're picking and choosing at this point. Yeah. If the Celtics, who Ime Udoka literally just took to the finals, decided at some point that what he did was so bad hey, he does not need to be coaching our team. And now you're talking about bringing him in, but you want to hold Kyrie Irving's feet to the fire also? There's a double standard here. There's a morality issue here where one thing is not too big for the owner, but it's too big for the players. And that's the issue. And when you consider the fact that, I think Nick Cannon come out, came out and said, he looked at this as bug breaking. And a lot of people- Yeah, have, yeah, uh, I've seen that interview. And, and it is, um, you know- as far and the, the interviewer was like what does that mean you know just how we were treated as slaves making one example of one person as we sit sit around and watch and it's just it's not right at the end of the day um it's not right i mean like people can learn their lesson like oh, i'll never do that again mm -hmm. and should there be some sort of I understand the sensitivity training. I understand. I don't, he's not anti-Semitic though. You know what I mean? So I understand maybe sensitivity training. So to be mindful of other cultures and everything and watch what you share. And I get that. Mm -hmm. um, maybe even to suspend for one game, right? Just so he understands that this is severe and there's repercussions when you have, when you, you know, do something on social media that can impact the brand. But other than that, paying money to an organization that you possibly know might help or might not help. I don't know. I don't, sometimes 
you don't even know <laughs> where mm-hmm. money's going when you donate to some of these organizations. Real talk. We learned yeah, that we're very cross. Um, uh-huh. So, <laughs> and they're supposed to help people when we're in natural disasters. So, I, I just, you know, you know what's funny about the Red Cross? People tell me all the time, like, and I've known this for years, people are like all the time, don't give no money to the Red Cross because it don't go where it's supposed to go. It don't go. Mm-hmm. It just don't. And that's the sad part. And it's like, so you might as well have your just own side money to help people. Um, but I think it's real unfortunate because they are trying to make an example. But I feel like when are they not always trying to make us an example? Because I feel like if this table was turned and this was a white basketball player and he posted something about black people, I mm-hmm. don't think he would have a list of things that he needs to do. <laughs> he probably will only be suspended for one or two games. And they probably um, say he has to take some type of training and that's it. This, it wouldn't be all of this. But when it comes to us, it's just, it's a harsher, it's always harsh. The punishment Definitely. is always harsh. And I feel like we have endured so much harshness from this country. Um, I don't think we need that to learn a lesson or to learn like, hey, you know, he's young, he's learning, he's growing. Let's give him some benefit of the doubt, slap him on the wrist, let him know it's serious and move on, you know, make apology, move on. I agree with that. But other than that, this is just too much. So hopefully he will get back on the court soon. Um, it's just, it's just, we be owned. That's just, and I, I'm not going to go into that, but we be owned. We be owned. Corporations be owning, owning. And although we making millions and millions of dollars, we still own. And I hate that for us. Um, not everybody. And when I say that, I mean, every single body. Um, but for somebody oh. trying to come at me in the comments, I'm just saying, there's <laughs> no way you can't feel a little bit like a slave when something like this happened. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. I mean, these, this next thing that you can really speak about is the perfect segue into that. So. Yeah, so on to season and spices, P. Diddy will be owning possibly one of the largest cannabis dispensaries. Um, he is set uh, with a $185 million purchase of major pop players. I don't know why they said pop players, but, you know, um, <laughs> um but I love it because he is now the boss of the first and largest minority owned weed company in the world. And a lot of the times, and, you know, and I've said this and, and um, we talked about this in the past, it's like uh, black people have gotten, been in jail for um, we, you know, um, my personal, you know, I, I have definitely gone to jail because I had weed. For, recreate, for recreational purposes at that time. Um, but but I did go to jail and I had a white lady talking to me, um, talking about it's going to be okay sitting outside the cell. Um, but <laughs> neither here nor there, so I'm sorry. I said to say, you know, now all of a sudden it's legal in a country that so many Black people have been arrested in jail for for a tall, a small, as they say, tiny percentage of market or um market of of legal weed and now it's time for us to own it when this first came out with the whole cbd and and cannabis uh conferences that they were having in vegas Mm -hmm. and everything a lot of us weren't even invited nor some a lot of us couldn't even get on a list to go learn about what they about to do in different states um so to see diddy have the finances and the opportunity to do this is huge because it says we can and we should um, be able to own what we was once quote unquote enslaved to, um, mm-hmm. even though white people was been smoking since, you know, uh, the hippie days and all of that. Nobody was getting locked up during those days at all. And even after that, if a white person got caught with a, a small 20 bag of weed, they weren't going, they weren't getting locked up either. It was a warning, like put that away. Like, but with us, it's like, you guys, you guys, again, we're going to go ahead and put our, our cuffs on you and lock you up because you're no good to to society. You're no good to society. That's Um, how they were talking to you when they arrested you? No, I was, I can't tell my arrest story. (laughs) 
I can't tell my rough story, but I, but I, but <laughs> I'll get you kids whether you like it or not. Now, the one thing I will say is this, because you know they always move the goalposts. So I'm eager to see what's going to happen once Diddy takes control over this, what kind of laws they come up with, because they always come up with more oh, laws. Oh, it's going it's to be more laws. The advancement. The one thing I do love to see is the fact of, you know, we just discussed last week of Jay-Z being a part of uh, a possible ownership group to buy the Washington Commanders. And now this week we're talking about Diddy um, and, and his ownership in, in cannabis. I love to see that we're starting to, that our people are starting to get to the point to where we are deep in ownership. And I'm hoping that it kind of sets off uh, sets off a, a, a uh, pattern or a path to where we're all considering doing it, even if it's on a lower scale. Like, you know what I mean? It's, I've had friends recently come to me who want us to get our license and uh, be able to um, own our own and, and have those things um, and put ourselves in that position. So I do love to see that. So I'm looking forward to seeing exactly uh, what happens and how this plays out. Um, like I said, I always make sure that you support because the fact the fact of the matter is when one, when one person gets in the door, all it does is kick in the door for the rest of us. So we have to take well, advantage of I it. I don't smoke weed, so I can't support in that aspect. But I'm not even, even going to hold you. Um, but I'm not, but I'm I, not even going to hold you at this point in my life. Weed is weed. <laughs> so but i am i'm he him him acquiring this puts him in that billion dollar status now so it's him jay you know and i love the come up and um and and i know he'll be having a variety of different people working for him different cultures Mm -hmm. um so it also helps out jobs and so yeah we we shall see you know um i hate for us to acquire stuff and then some other person comes in the mix and we end up selling our stuff like like bt right that part so um so we shall see what happens uh i hate the fact that we both said that at the same time and we didn't even know <laughs> right fucking bet bro <laughs> donnie simpson dog bring back donnie simpson bring back bet black on the ship man this is not it yes because that's when the good shows was out for real um um on a saturday note um this weekend, yesterday, I believe, um, yes, takeoff uh, was recently laid to rest in in Atlanta at the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Um, I did not see the whole funeral. I have seen some clips um, of of Cuevo. Um, I seen well. I seen Cuevo's uh, posts on social media, mm-hmm. uh, which was so heartfelt. Um, I did see offsets. Um, his speech during the and, funeral and they asked people not to record so fucking black people of course yeah somebody did record his speech um and um and they played it and it, it's just it's real overall really sad um and i just happy to see so much love for him it's just i just i i want us the black man to live 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 past 50 because we are out here dropping um, like flies and it's just a scary thing and um, his family did ask for supporters to um, instead of sending flowers to actually send to a larger corporation that it fights against gun violence in 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 our communities so um, I pray for justice um, for who whoever pulled that trigger um, I think they did. I did see something about like they were looking for suspects or, uh, but I don't, I haven't heard that they actually caught that person that pulled the trigger. Um, so I hope he does, his family does have justice in knowing that that person is going to be put behind bars um, or hopefully not street violence is going to get that person um, because we know how karma works. Um, but prayers to his family, his friends, his loved ones, and all of his fans, because this is just not how we're supposed to be dying. We're not supposed to find our dream career, mm-hmm. work our dream career, go to a neighborhood of, of that we all look alike and die because, yeah. of, because of a game, um, uh, you know, something so simple and minute, you know, my thing was if the guy really wanted money, he could have just asked him for money. He could have just gave him some money. And well, no, that apparently had nothing to do with that. So it just depends on who you ask, but it apparently had nothing to do with that. It was this was just a dumbass thing to to fucking happen. Um, yeah, 
This is horrible. It, it, having lived in Atlanta literally for half my life, um, Migos is the culture. Like, yeah. I'm a Northern dude. Like, you know, I grew up on Biggie and Jay-Z, and those are still my dudes, but you couldn't help but love the Migos, especially, you know what I mean, what they bought and take off. And their vibe. All three of them together just was something special like yeah somebody been together yeah somebody posted on twitter and i retweeted it because it was so perfect and they said the experience in migos goes like this first you think quavo was a superstar then you realize offsets flow is better finally you wake the fuck up and you accept that takeoff is the best rapper in the group and they probably wouldn't be migos without him long live takeoff takeoff mm-hmm. is a person who actually birthed that flow that yeah. amigos have and that both Quavo and Offset each other, right? Yeah, both Quavo and Offset both stated that Takeoff was the person who created their style of flow. He was a, the reason he got the name Takeoff was just because literally he could knock everything out within one take. One take, right? Um, I, everyone in Atlanta, everyone in the industry knew Takeoff was quiet. Like uh, this dude was completely unproblematic. Uh, he was not the he was not the flash. I mean, of course they were all flashy, but he was not the flash. He wasn't out there like Quavo. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't. You know what I'm saying? This, he wasn't standing out like Offset. Takeoff take off was literally the one who wanted to play the back. Um, and and his flow was impeccable. His flow was great. And it's being felt all throughout Atlanta. They actually showed it, and uh, friends of mine reached out. Um, you couldn't get to downtown Atlanta Friday. Because downtown Atlanta was literally shut down. His procession actually went went through the city. Um, that uh, takeoff, I believe, is actually from Lawrenceville. Um, and literally everyone in Atlanta was there. They were lining up. Uh, the funeral was held in the State Farm Arena, which is where the Hawks play, and it was completely packed. It was yeah, sold out was immediately sold out. because the tickets were first come, first served. This is a heartbreaking loss for hip hop. Yeah. Um, for the city of Atlanta, but he actually received the Phoenix Award um, during uh, the funeral. They presented it to his family, which is the highest uh, award you can get in the city of Atlanta for the impact that you have on the city. There's murals there everywhere, but you could not go anywhere without hearing the Migos. Whether this was in Philly, New York, yep. Atlanta, no. they, they came out. created that time period. They when changed they the game. When yeah. they came out, their flow, their connection, their mm-hmm. who they are, the the just their style of rapping, um, it like I feel like they kind of put Atlanta back on the map. I'm not gonna say like back on, but for their generation, they were it. They were yeah. that next, like outside of TIP and Luda, like that. Yeah, they they, they were, were that, that generation. next generation. Right. They were that new generation for that, and they held it down. I mean, they birthed so many styles out here that's still crazy. Now, outside of Offset and Quavo both speaking, of course, um, who uh, we're also hearing that um, they're actually repairing their relationship also, which is something that we wanted before this happened. It's unfortunate that's, that, you know, that I've experienced that before also in losing my aunt. You know, me and, you know, I talk about all the time, me and my biological father literally became close when this happens and a lot of times that's really what causes it Um, outside of um yeah outside of uh Quavo and Offset speaking uh, it was a three-hour send-off for for takeoff um there were actually performances from Justin Bieber Chloe Bailey and Yolanda Adams uh Drake who apparently got really emotional actually uh read a poem and spoke for Offset and then there were also words from uh uh, 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 P from uh, Quality Control, right. um, founder of, of the label that actually housed Amigos and uh, Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens. So this is something that's going to be felt for a while, man. Like it has to get to a point it's where a we loss. have to stop. Uh, I'm not going to stop speculate. killing each other. I mean, I'm not like... gonna, yeah, I'm not going to speculate on the things that like I've heard and from people who are like close to the situation. But it's not. It's I can tell you right now, it's probably not going well. Because no. it's it's not, you know, we and we, you're, you're you're talking about Atlanta people. Um it's yeah. the South. They can get it, the Atlanta could get a little gr- and what's, rough. And what's crazy rough, about rough. Atlanta is most of us are not even from the city. No. Everybody in Atlanta, so you do have people who are from Atlanta in Atlanta, but so the newer people, we don't really fuck with them. 
like even my best friend one of my best friends who's from atlanta he's like bro he's like yeah you're from philly but you're you're from atlanta like i've been in atlanta since i was what 12 11 oh um, yeah then you you're you're from atlanta right yeah like i mean my slang is still philly like when you talk to me you still know i'm from philly but growing up in the city and like atlanta's a place where you see entertainers and you're around entertainers and it's so common yeah like you're just enthralled in it so it's like when when somebody from the city is lost it's it's a it's a huge void because folks riffing like people from atlanta really like you look at Charles gambino the show atlanta like it's really a real representation. Like Atlanta is literally black Hollywood. And it's one of those it things is. where seeing is lost, like you see what it is. Now, like I said, I'm not gonna speak on the situation, but it, it's a it's a it's a lot going on. And it's unfortunate that in the hip hop community, yo, we folks want street justice. We they don't care nothing about the police, it's not the no, other. They want street so justice. And, um, I just I don't want more lives right taken in the process of trying to take one right you know um well, i just people. yeah i just believe that justice will be served to him and i hope it's the right way and yeah, take um, off uh, take, take off, off you will be missed 28 years old 28 years young and didn't get an opportunity to really even tap into where you know they were gonna go so they but just he they had have... just dropped the uh the nephew the uh nephew and um the uncle and uh few they just dropped their album. album. I know yeah. so now take off Nako want to go on tour without him. He going to, but that's gonna take some time, and y'all gotta give that man his time because that honestly was like his brother, you know what I mean? Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And um, it's gonna take him a while. They've been inseparable for their whole lives. So I just, just whoever is really close to him, just keep keep that man supported with love because it's going to take a while. Takeoff was a man, yo. Like, I love his lyrics, but I always think about uh, Fight Night. He was like, if you know me, know to see my funk play certified that I ain't got it from a resume. Yeah, I, I, was, I was listening <laughs> to Fight Night in the gym yesterday, and it was like, word it's like play it again play it again so they, we ran it back like three times fight night is magic, <laughs> like he comes in there real crazy i i, I love takeoff i love takeoff representing so rp to take off uh condolences to his family and make sure yo when, when these artists pass the one of the greatest gifts that we can give to the family is to stream their stream. music yeah i was gonna say download um, buy their album Download their album on whatever apps you already paying for. Stream, stream, stream. Uh, because, you know, he left behind a lot of family that love and care about him. And they I'm sure he supported a lot of them as well. So let's make sure that we continue to show him love and, and give him like the, the flowers. Flower. Now I got to watch their drink through channels. your man's down. Come on, yo! I'm about to, I'm about to blast me when I'm You're done. Well, you got me hype. I, 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 I see, I see. So be on, be on what we're on right now. Um, another I'm gonna R- beat the pussy R- up like fight night. That's probably hit him with the left. Favorite hit him with line. the right, yo. Um, that album, that that song is fire though. Um, yeah, you was ready to lose it. I seen you was about to have your cash cash money thinking off for the nine nine two you're about to have your moment when fight night come on when fight night come on in the club women lose it and it is a beautiful view i i I, I bet i I bet i I bet i bet i bet i I miss Um, old atlanta nightclub days i hate atlanta now for what it's become um, I, 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 this is girl I follow on social media and that's all she does. Like she's from Atlanta mm-hmm. from like live and she'll be like 10 worse, worse, you know, supermarkets to go to. Don't go to this one. Don't go to that one. And then she'll put like, what is the hottest club that you, that no longer is open that you used to. And people be all in the comments, like, no, this one was number one, you know? Um, so yeah, yeah and, but Atlanta know how to party. That's the first place I went where I was like, oh. And we used to be all through the I city. I know how to party. So, yeah, things changed a lot. Um, especially when my mom used to live down there. That was, like, 
They out here shooting people oh, at Lennox seven? Mall, bro. Lennox Mall used to be the place where you Lennox go, Mall, you could, where yeah. a lot of people didn't even go because they couldn't afford the stuff in there. And then when they did go, it was a flex. You see celebrities, you see, you know, yeah. So we used to we used to work, um, we used to work Friday and Saturday night. And then we would go Sunday to Lennox Mall. And if we had some bread, we would spend some bread. but that's like in the early days because then lennox mall became something completely different and then you can find parking and then they was in there shooting folks under yeah atlanta got too too much so i want to um just say r.i.p to and this is a new york rapper so Mm -hmm. if you don't know her name was hurricane g she recently passed if you're not from new york you probably gonna be like i don't know who she is, um, but Hurricane G used to run with um, a part of even Terror Squad. I didn't realize she actually is the baby mother of Eric Sermon, first daughter. Um, and uh, she she's the one that on Redman's first album, um, forgot the name of the song, but she'll be like, yo, 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 Redman, man, what the, come up with that punk smooth tonight, tonight. Uh, she's the voice that's her um and she all she's uh puerto rican and black but she passed away recently from cancer and um just want to say r.i.p first lady in his squad yep um then kevin convoy uh one of the first voices to black batman um recently died at in his 60s um i don't know the calls um yet but um that's another RIP that I just want to send out. Uh, Batman, the we all know Batman, but yep. he's one of the original voices. Yo, of, Kevin uh, Conroy was literally like most of our childhoods because it was uh, Batman, the animated series that ran, um, yeah. that ran in the nineties. Like that and was that really, was my that was my show. Yeah, that was really what, what he was known for. But he was also the the mayor of Red Bank in uh Jay and Silent in the Jay and Silent Bob movie. Um he was Batman in the Justice League movie. Um who else was he? Um he played a lot of roles, but but played a lot of roles, but mainly for most of us, he was literally um he was literally Batman. So and so yes, RP to him. Um, now we need to wrap up this show because my day is long. And this has been a wonderful, wonderful show. Um, so we're gonna go to our topic off. Will, what are you listening to? What are you watching? I'm listening to Dixon. Uh Dixon is an amazing artist. Um, never heard of him. His he has a song, he has a really popular song out. It's a nasty song with that fine ass seventh streeter called uh cherry sorbet oh, but yeah, he's no. an amazing he's an amazing artist <laughs> well it's not it's not nasty it's it's a double entendre but you get the just the okay. way cherry sorbet is um he's an amazing artist his album is actually out now so i'm listening to him i'm listening to uh india sean um india sean has an amazing album out she has a song out there with uh with black which is amazing also um i'm streaming a lot of migos right now um since uh takeoff's death is coming up even more only because you know i i personally believe in making sure you you know stream i did the same thing for pmb rock i'm actually still listening to a lot of p i'm listening to pmb rock stuff that i didn't realize um that came out shout out to philly um and what am i watching right now all american all american and all american uh, I can't get homecoming. all American, but when when it comes to Netflix, I'll watch it. <laughs> all American and All American Homecoming are really good. All American Homecoming actually just had a really great. It was a powerful episode where um the school was uh-huh. actually locked don't, down. Don't tell me anything about All American right now. Well, I got to tell you this because this was the episode that literally everybody talked about in the news. Um, they had a powerful episode. So All American Homecoming is takes place at an HBCU. And they had an episode where the college was placed on lockdown because they received a bomb threat. So you got mm-hmm. to see how- Oh, that's from last in. season. No, this is from this season. This was the newest episode. Okay. I thought yeah, there was catch, another one. Come on, catch up. Support, support Black cinema, okay? Now, we, you know, we know you was out here on the polls for George W. Bush, but stop this. Um, okay. What are you- <laughs> Whatever. What are you? What are you watching? What are you listening to right now? 
Um, I've just been binging. Um, what have I been binging? Can't think of the name. So clearly it's not that important. Um, <laughs> I've just been binging anything that is binge worthy on Netflix right now. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I've been on Netflix. Um, yeah, I was, oh, I was watching this show called Blockbuster. Oh, is it good? I haven't, I got to start there. I like dry humor. You like dry humor. So it's, it's kind of so, like, I heard it's kind of like The Office. Yes, dry humor. Oh, I got to Because I was like, Blockbuster. <laughs> it's like, he's the last Blockbuster in, in, the, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the country. Um, so it's so interesting. And I remember how much I loved Blockbuster and used to go, you know, get my mom to take me to get like five movies that I got to return in three days. Um, but so it's, it's a little nostalgic, but yeah, that's what I'm watching. Um, we used to go to Blockbuster to pick up girls. When did you not go out to pick up girls? That's not who I am. Don't judge judge me. Um, but anyway, I'm not listening to anything right now. Oh, please, if you get a chance, if you love good R&B, Tank has an album out that dropped in August called R&B Money. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. That song, Slow, with Jay yes. Valentine? Yes. Come on. Yes. yes. I listened I, I listen to it when it came out, his album. I Come haven't on. listened to it recently, but. That Jay Valentine, Slow? I can't. I, I I haven't been on. I haven't listened to too much R and B. Because you 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 a savage out here. You you out here listening to uh, old Rod Digger albums and. Uh, hey you... hey! Don't don't hate on Rod Digger. Okay. Oh, I'm not she's, hating, but I know you're Jersey you out here. queen. She is a Jersey queen. Uh, uh, I was in. I was in one of. I was in a video. Um, uh, that she did years ago. Are you ago. in the Rod Digger video? It was her and the Outsiders. They're from Jersey. What video so was it? It was, a, um, I don't remember the name. I'll have to find it. I was oh, like, I'm I was a... like 13 and it was like a crowd dancing and we were, it was crazy. It was, it was fun to be in a video though. Cause I didn't know how that worked, but I had my moment of shine. It was, it was quick. The greatest thing the state of Jersey made was Uptown Anthem. And Queen Latifah. Other than that, y'all be biting our style. We sick. No, nah, we don't. No, we don't. You're a hater. Oh, we are all, Jer- all Jersey does is bite our style. You know, like not- y'all. I'm telling my brother that. I keep telling you that. Like we're what? We, we never. We never. We're what? Wait, you said we're style. country. I've always thought Philly was country. I How the hell do you think Philly, Philly is country? country? Y'all, y'all say all our words, dog. What do you mean? How are we country? What words? We are literally the city. Y- y- y'all from like Newark. Newark is where like the trees and all that shit is. We ain't got that. We got crackheads in alleyways out there. Don't we pick girl, more New York never, slang never, than picking Philly slang. So no, y'all up anyway. You know, y'all you guys don't wanna... I just heard a nigga say the word John a couple days ago and was using it the wrong way. He from Jersey. And he was like, Well, he must be Jersey from too. the wrong part of Jersey because no be, Jerseys do not use the word John. That's Never. Do. We don't we don't we don't say John. Y'all wanna be us. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got no, the we don't. Anyway. Y'all got the nappy. All right, guys. You know what I'm saying? I want to thank you. We want to thank you for watching Pizza this episode. Pussy up like fight night. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And <laughs> and I don't know. Don't be like Will. Whatever you do, don't be like Will this week, okay? I'm, I'm, amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm amazing. So, have a wonderful... We'll see you next week. I'm here.